Hey everyone, I'm Alex Cantor. And I'm Lily Rosenthal. Welcome to our podcast, Hot Pastrami. We are coming to you from our favorite booth at Cantor's Deli here in LA. We're going to invite some of our friends to join us for a chat over some matzo ball soup and pastrami sandwiches. So join us for new episodes of Hot Pastrami every week on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, or wherever you listen to podcasts. See you soon. Bye. Hey guys, Adam Ray here. Welcome back to the About Last Night podcast. If you haven't seen the show and you're new to the program, click right here. Subscribe to the show. Episodes drop every Monday on YouTube, Spotify, iTunes, wherever you get your podcast. Thanks for coming around. Uh, so many great episodes to go back and watch uh, from Adam Devine to Burke Kreischer, Sandra Bullock, Melissa McCarthy, Jason Derulo, uh, Tony Danza, Mark Marin. So many great episodes. Uh, go check those out about last night podcast. All of them are on YouTube, Spotify and iTunes. Today's episode, a solo episode. Just me, baby. We're talking about everything from dogs eating themselves out to dogs coming from Chicken McNuggets to all-inclusive resorts to, uh, to, to sports bar etiquette. And, uh, and my new special coming out very soon. We're chopping it as we speak. Can't wait for you guys to see it. Uh, but in the meantime, check out my special on YouTube right now, Adam Ray live from Portland. Check it out right there. You can also check out the Dr. Phil episodes with Bill Burr, Adam Devine, and Honors Home. And uh, the new one, we're shooting a new episode live at the Comedy Store November 21st with Bobby Lee and Andrew Santino. Tickets are sold out. Maybe you can find them somewhere um, and, and scalp them or, uh, or just come to the show and try to squeeze your way in. But we'll be doing more of these shows monthly. Cannot wait for you guys to see this next one. It's going to be bonkers. Um, and, of course, uh, subscribe to the podcast on, uh, on on Instagram, TikTok, all that bullshit, at Alien Podcast, at Adam Ray Comedy uh, on all the socials. And uh, today's episode is a solo episode again, like I said. So enjoy it. Be good to yourself. Enjoy the week. Um, uh, merch at adamraycomedy.com. We got some new Dr. Phil. We'll be right back. We'll keep it right here. T-shirts and hoodies on the site. Check them out right there. And uh, Thanksgiving is upon us. So uh, I hope you guys enjoy yourselves. But we'll have an episode out next Monday uh, before the holidays hit. Um, all right. Enjoy the episode. See you guys in a bit. Hey, it's Herbert. Welcome back to the show. Guys, how are you? Adam Ray here, About Last Night Podcast. That's where you are. Click here to subscribe if you haven't to the show. Uh, every Monday is when we post episodes. And we're, uh, we're getting into it this week because this week is a special week. Why? Well, for a lot of reasons. Um, we're getting close to Thanksgiving. And that is a tricky time for a lot of people. Thanksgiving is the time where you start to question if you like to be associated with the family that you have been born into. I think we all can uh, attest to the idea that there's someone in your family that you hate. And you're, you're going to see them on Thanksgiving. Because Thanksgiving, more so than Christmas, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, is the holiday that mo like people come out of the woodworks, right? There's an aunt with a creepy toe. Or an uncle with a creepy touch. 
and people are just looking to to reinsert themselves into your vicinity. Um, look, I don't have I, I've had quite a few relatives pass in the past couple of years. Hey, Adam, can you bring the energy down more? But um, I'm going home to Seattle for Thanksgiving. And I'm excited. I'm excited because, one, I love the food. Thanksgiving is the best holiday for food. Some of you are out there being like, well, what about Easter? Who the fuck cares, dude? What'd you eat, a eggs Benedict? Cool. How about stuffing? How about potatoes? How about yams? I threw yams in because I know about yams, but I don't fuck with yams. If you if you love yams, no judgment, but also, hey, all the judgment. Because what the fuck are yams? They come in a can. They're not real food. It's like Taco Bell meat. That being said, Thanksgiving is the best for leftovers and the best for uh, for just the original game plan. You know? Turkey. We start there and we finish with pie. What other holidays have a beginning, middle, and end? The middle part is snacks, booze, pills, weed. Uh, oh, my. And, uh, and Thanksgiving does it right. So I'm excited for that. But what excites me about Thanksgiving is that, oh, boy, the true holiday season is just around the corner. And by holiday season, I mean, yeah, man, Christmas leads the charge. I'm a Jew. I'm just going to let that settle in. I'm a Jew. I'm Jewish. I was bar mitzvahed. I was circumcised. Oh, my. My wife and I went to Target a few nights ago to get a Christmas tree. She wanted a Christmas tree early. She goes, let's get a tree. We should get a tree. I was like, let's fucking do it. I love my wife. Her holiday spirit is at an all-time high this year. And I was like, let's do it. Let's go to fucking Target and get a tree. Home Depot was also on the uh, potential agenda for tree pickups, but a little too far. Target offered a sweet selection. And at one point, my wife goes, so certain trees come with lights. Some don't. I go, we want lights. She goes, awesome. Looking at the lights, she says this question. Do we, do we want colored or white? She goes, what's better, coloreds or white? And I go, careful. If you're asking what's better, she goes, well, what are we hanging, colored lights or white lights? I go, we're obviously hanging white lights. We're obviously hanging the whites. So um, so that was in Target. By the way, Target doesn't have a huge Hebrew selection. There's no Hanukkah pillows right at the front entrance. I walked in, and it's Christmas songs galore. And look, I love Christmas songs. Santa Claus is coming to town. He sees you when you're sleeping. He knows when you're awake. Yeah, because he's jerking off in the closet, and I can see him. Santa's a fucking perv. Let's get down to the nitty-gritty brass tacks of what Santa truly is all about. He's a little bit of a pervert. He's not a pedophile. I'm not going to go that far. But the guy, you know, he wants to see kids be happy. I dig that. But quit breaking into homes, man. We got Amazon now. Outsource that shit. But if he sees you when you're sleeping, he knows when you're awake. The guy's a fucking psycho. He's hiding somewhere. He's watching you. I'm not good with that. The Jews, we have songs like, here come the Jews in their holiday shoes. And that's not even a real song, but that's what we got. So I walk into Target. There's a lot of Christmas stuff going on. The Jada Pinkett Smith book is 
front and center at the cash registers. Which, by the way, the Jada Pinkett Smith book, haven't read it, want to buy it, haven't gotten it. Definitely am thinking about doing a podcast episode where I read excerpts from the Jada Pinkett Smith book. There is a video on my Instagram right now. If you go to my Instagram, post it right here. There's a clip. Go check that out. Where I read, jokingly, an excerpt from the book. It's called Worthy. Jada Pinkett Smith, to me, people that go on giant book tours that aren't like comedians or, you know, presidential figures. It's just like she's created... I feel like Jada Pinkett Smith has always been in the shadows of Will Smith. You know what I'm saying? Name one name one Jada Pinkett Smith project, movie, show, where you're like, Jada Pinkett Smith was fucking... Girls Trip comes to mind for me. And that's only because it's the most recent. But that was a Tiffany Haddish... Uh, not Regina Hall. Maybe Regina Hall and Queen Latifah adventure jada pinkett was there to fill space she's fine as an actress but she's riding will's coattails and i think she created i don't know if it's like an amber heard johnny depp situation but in my opinion i feel that jada created a lot out of nothing will smith is and was more was one of the most famous people of all time i mean holy shit dude nobody had a bad thing to say about Will Smith. Pre-slap. You know what I'm saying? There was something for everybody. And Jada's sitting there being like, fuck, man. I mean, like, you're a powerful, strong woman, and you're just not the bee's knees. And I don't use that phrase a lot. You're not the flavor of the week. And uh, and I think it got to her. And I think she's she loved when Will hit Chris Rock. Oh, my God. I think she loved it. Cause it just was, she's like, I got this book coming out. I can add some chapters. I can just, I got more juice to, to plug the, uh, the passion. That being said, Christmas at Target is full on. It's a little aggressive. The Christmas songs are everywhere. There's not a lot of Hanukkah stuff. I even asked an employee right out of the gate when I walked in, I go, <coughs> I go, Hey, where's uh, you got any like dreidels or Hanukkah pillows? Verbatim, the guy goes, yeah, the Jew shit's in the back. I was like, wow, man. You probably could have phrased that differently, but you're halfway there to employee of the month. And he just pointed, by the way. He just was like, I go, where's the back? He goes, eh. Nobody at Target knows where anything is. We all know this. This isn't new information. Nobody knows where anything is in Target. Target's big. It's not that big. But... People, is, people are often shocked wearing the red Target polo when someone's like, hey, where are the towels? Hey, where are the candles? Hey, where are the razors? Hey, where's the fudge? Where's the fudge? Who's buying fudge at a Target? If you're buying fudge at a Target, you might be a redneck. I don't know, man. That's a job I wouldn't want, though. Because Target's so fucking extravagant there's no way to know where everything is but some employees do and to that i tip my hat i tip my hat to you target employees we just uh celebrated veterans day but i also want to shout out to the target veterans who uh who've been there for a hot minute and know where the peanut butter is but they also know where the fucking you know bathrobes are
because Target's got it all. Speaking of getting it all, my dog Pickles, she just turned four. We had a birthday party for her. Birthday party is a loose term. She turned four at midnight. Well, my wife and I and my buddy Scott, we were a little stony baloney. We're like, let's make Pickles feel good. She's four. She's the pride and joy of our eyes. She's the sweetest thing of all time. We'll put up a picture of her right here. That's Pickles. That's my, that's my kid. You know, a lot of people go, oh, your dog is your kid. It's not the same. I go, I know it's not the same. I'm not trying to be one of those people that's like, having a dog is like a kid. It's not. Because I'm pretty sure your kid doesn't stare at you while you fuck. Maybe it does. I don't want to tell you how to raise your kids. But Pickles is pretty respectful. And she's also just adorable. People want to pet Pickles at all, t at all times. At all costs. There's a guy in my building. And Pickles, uh, I'm taking her out to take a poo about 7, 8 a.m. Guy walks by, goes, as Pickles is eating herself out, she's going to town. She's licking every part of herself. Nah, 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 nah. And he goes, I'll have what she's having. And I was like, dog pussy? You fucking weirdo. That's what you want? Now, I didn't need to say anything. Sometimes I go, dude, don't say anything and just keep let that guy keep walking. But I'm always trying to like make a bit, keep things moving, keep it light. I also thought it was weird that he said, I'll have what she's having. I feel like he was basically setting me up to say something back. And I wasn't just going to go, yeah, I know. It looks awesome. I was, I bet it, I bet, I think she just tastes really good. You know, I was like, let me just throw a joke back his way. So pickles recently, something happened that, uh, I need to talk about. And I haven't talked about this yet live on stage or on a podcast here on the about last night podcast, subscribe on YouTube, iTunes, Spotify pickles, our dog. She's four. By the way, at midnight, I dropped a bucket of lawn, uh, warm laundry on the couch and gave her a treat at midnight. We counted down from uh, um, 1159 to midnight, dropped warm laundry on the couch, gave her a treat, and um, it was ecstasy. It was the closest thing to erotic, erotic asphyxiation. What's the, what's the exact term for when, you, um, when people hang themselves and jerk off at the same time? Autoerotic asphyxiation. It's some sort of fixation. My wife didn't know what it was. I go, I go, that's like the equivalent of that for a dog. She goes, what's that? I go, yikes. Now I got to tell you what it is. I wish I didn't have to explain it to her, but I did. She goes, you could have just said it was like ecstasy for pickles. I go, for sure. I wish I could go back and do a lot of things differently. This moment being one of them. So pickles is fired up, drop the laundry. She sits on it. She loves warm laundry dogs. I don't know if it's a, Historical thing, they love warm laundry. Pickles, our dog. You drop warm laundry, oof, she plops right on it, settles in, gets comfy. It's like she's sitting in a hot tub, right? So I give her a treat and drop the laundry down just as the clock strikes midnight and it's her birthday and she turns four. And then she starts to choke on her treat. <laughs> and we so we all went from like, Happy birthday. And she sits down and she's like, mm, and we're like, Yeah, pickles. And then she's like, help. And we're like, fuck. Um, so, yeah. So, it was a great birthday. She she obviously snapped out of that, swallowed, um, had some water. And, uh, and I think we watched The Little Mermaid per Pickle's request. She's a big mermaid girl. Mermaids. What do we think? Quick side tangent here before I get into. Uh, here's the headline for the next story that's coming your way. Dog comes on wife's lap when chicken McNuggets come through drive-thru window. That's what you have to look forward to. 
put a pin in that. Mermaids, are they real? I don't know. I don't think so. But I put mermaids in the same category as I do Bigfoot. And um, I'm not going to say Jesus, but I, I, I you know, I, uh, you know, Muppets to me feel more real than mermaids. But that being said, I want to believe in the idea. The idea of mermaids feels real cool. But people say, Bigfoot's not real. He hasn't come to my house. And to that I say, well, dum-dum, I don't think he's just going to show up in Minneapolis at your fucking condo. But mermaids, you got to go to them. But the ocean, I don't know, man. My wife always says, we only know 3% of the ocean. That's terrifying. Hey, that's terrifying. 3% of the ocean? You got sharks, we know that. You got beluga whales, you got gray whales, you got other whales. There's a ton of whales, there's creatures, there's features, there's fucking things that are biting and chewing and nibbling and gnawing and, and piranhas and, and, you know, armadillo. There, there's, you don't know what the fuck's down there. What the fuck's in the ocean? Hey, hey, do you know? Do you know, have you seen everything in the ocean? We know 3% as a, as a, as a species. I do think that, uh, you know, I, I treat the ocean like a Jehovah's witness, a couple feet in the wa in, in the water. I'm on the sand. I dip my toe in, I'm out. So if the sharks and the rest of the ocean family feels that there's a human, you know, peppering their toes in, they go, yeah, well ignore them. They'll go away. That's how I view a Jehovah's Witness. Some of these dickheads are jumping in, jumping into the ocean, deep, acting like it's like it's like you're walking into someone's house. Like imagine, and then and then they get surprised when they get bit. Imagine being like a drunk frat dude and walking into like a a bachelorette party, and ever and it's like a all the girls are in lingerie, and you walk up to one of them, and she's real hot, and you like. She's eating a piece of pizza, and you smack the pizza out of her mouth. What do you think is going to happen? And there's probably a better analogy, but the point I'm trying to make is you're coming into a place that you're not welcome at. You weren't invited to. Just because the ocean exists doesn't mean you're supposed to go in it. I digress, but mermaids, if they're out there, I feel like they'd be, they'd be letting us know, you know? They wouldn't just be showing up in films from time to time. They'd be, it'd be cool. It'd be cool if there was an actual guy out there. Here's a question for you. Who's the guy, the first mermaid human relationship, a la Little Mermaid? Who's the first guy? Is it Brad Pitt? Is it uh, Elon Musk? Is it, is it Theo Vaughn? Who, who, is, who is it? Who's the first? Theo does feel like a guy that would be, like have a relationship with a mermaid who's like, I'm, you know, these, these, you know, these fish people, man, you know, I, you know, I just, you know, they're down there. We're up here. We're just trying to figure it out. You know, my principal was a mermaid in elementary school. So I don't know if there's, I don't know if there's a, uh, a time, a, a, if there's a, if you're going into the ocean looking for mermaids, I think you're on drugs. I think that's safe to say. But I think if you come back from the ocean with a mermaid story, 
99% of people aren't believing you. Today's episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. BetterHelp, the therapy home for you and everyone. Look, the seasonal blues are just around the corner. The holidays get people down in the dumps. They should be a time to celebrate life, but we all have shit that gets us down. We all have someone that fucks our space up. My brother-in-law pitches me movie ideas all the time that don't make sense. Hey, Sandra Bullock and fucking Ethan Hawke go to space and open a juice bar. That doesn't make sense, Dirte. So we all need somebody to check in with, and therapy is right here for you. Better help. We'll match you after filling out a questionnaire with a licensed therapist and help you get on the track to living and feeling better, okay? And if you want that, because you need that, we all need somebody to talk to. I've used BetterHelp for quite some time now, and it's truly a game changer because you need somebody to vent, spit out all your bullshit ideas, vent, think, talk, take all the stuff that's up here and get it out to the mouth to somebody else so they can go, you're actually not that crazy. We all go through that. It's a, an essential part of being a human being, and um, and I hope you guys take the time to, to invest in yourself and and um, and want that for yourself. So right now, if you want 10% off your first month at BetterHelp, you can go to betterhelp.com slash about last night and get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com slash about last night to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash about last night for 10% off your first month. Start feeling better, start looking better, start talking and seeming better. Cause you know, we're selling the sizzle, not the steak. Who said that? Tom Selleck. Enjoy the rest of the episode. But I'll tell you what I do believe. Dogs come. We'll come up with a better segue for this next episode, but pickles, a 10 pound cavapoo. We went to a McDonald's drive-thru. We said, hey, let's fucking get a McDonald's decoke. Sometimes you want to decoke from a place with a proper soda fountain machine. And most fast food restaurants slack with the fucking soda. Mickey D's coming through hot with a decoke. We get a decoke. Fuck it. Let's get some McNuggets. We're here. We're here. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to fucking order McNuggets to be delivered to the house. You got to go get them. That's the one thing about McDonald's. If you're postmating McDonald's, you piece of shit. Go to the fucking place, man. At least make yourself feel like you earned it, you know? You drove there, you walked there, you scootered there. So we go, let's give us a six piece. Pickles, our dog, sitting on my wife's lap. Also, my wife goes, Oh my God, pickles just peed on me. I go, Oh fuck. Sorry about that. She's usually really good about going outside. And then also my wife goes, Yo. That ain't P. It's come. It's come. Welcome back to That's Not P. It's come. Dog edition. What do you do? Hey, raise your hand if you've ever seen a dog come. And keep that hand raised if you knew dogs could come. That's what I fucking thought. Nobody. I didn't know dogs. Doggy style is a. That had to come from somewhere. Clearly, dogs fuck enough for us to be like, hey, you. Hey, you mind if we borrow your position and make it the, one of the coolest ones in the rotation? And dogs are like, yeah, go for it. Some people think doggy style is just fucking outside in the front yard like a dog. No, it's not. It's indoors, bent over, guy behind the girl. And that's how dogs, I guess, do it. Again, I just don't think about dogs fucking to think that they're even coming. So, cut to Pickles comes on my wife from the McNuggets, from the smell of the McNuggets. If this isn't a commercial for McDonald's, I don't know what is. 
Ba -pa -pa -pa. I'm coming as a dog. I'm a dog ejaculating or coming. Come is that the can you say as a woman that you're ejaculating? Or no? Is that only for a dude? Because women will say I'm jerking off when they talk about masturbating, and I'm like, well, what are you jerking though? You're more you're fingering. So you're fingering up. I'm not running for office. But I'm trying to get to the bottom of why dogs come over McNuggets. So we all start laughing because it's weird. And I immediately take out my phone. And I don't use Siri a lot, but I go, Siri, do dogs come? She goes, I don't know what you're talking about. It's like, yeah, you do, bitch. Hey, let me rephrase that. Do cavapoos come? I'm sorry, what are you asking? Hey, Siri, get it together. Do dogs come from the smell of chicken McNuggets? And then I look over, and the woman is just holding the bag in the drive through window, just like, can you just take this and stop asking Siri if dogs come in front of me? I was like, fair enough. But it was a new... Uh, a new a new moment a new experience look i don't know what that means if you like i can search the web for i knew a new moment a new experience no 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 here we go ready hey siri do dogs come hey siri do dogs come hey siri do dogs come over chicken mcnuggets can dogs eat chicken mcnuggets yes can dogs eat Hey Siri, do dogs ejaculate? I don't know how to respond to that. Yeah, fair enough. Hey Siri, do dogs have sex? I don't have an answer for that. Yeah, I bet you do. I don't know what it feels like to be lied to by a fucking phone, but I just felt it. Siri knows, isn't that fuck? Can you imagine Siri at a party? just knows everything and just but like wants to like she's definitely like keeps her cards close to the vest she's like yeah i don't know yeah i know about that but she's very selective like and judgy too siri's very judgy because she knows so much shit someone's like are you gonna watch that new show on hulu and she's like hulu was actually formed by fox and universal in 2012 when the 100 million dollar investment was formed with the help of um websites like yahoo and myspace you're like, cool, thanks for the heads up. You're like, Siri, are you drunk? She's like, I don't know what you're talking about. I can't answer that. Yeah, well, I saw you shocking a beer out of a fucking ventilator. I think Siri... <clears throat> I think... <clears throat> oh, man. All this Siri talk is getting me choked up. I'm getting emotional. But only because I think it's time to check in on uh, on one of my favorite new segments of the show, which is called, um, Hey, Is That Real? Cue the theme song. Great. There's a new segment on the show called, Hey, Is That Real? Where basically I, uh, I bring up uh, something that happened and uh, you guys at home get to decide, Hey, <laughs> is that real? First thing. Sports bar earlier today. I'm looking to take a couple stools to move them over to our table. And a gentleman with his family is at the table, and he's got plenty of seats. And there's three seats open. He's not using them. And I go, just to be cordial, hey, man, are you using these seats? He's definitely not, by the way. And he goes, I mean, uh, 
<laughs> I go, so yeah, you are? And he goes, we're about to leave. I go, so no. And he goes, I mean, there's four seats right over there. And I go, wow. You don't want me to use the seats that you're not using because they're at your table. There's a weird territorial thing at sports bars with guys. Don't touch my shit. Don't look at my girl. Don't touch my stool. Don't touch my stool. Don't watch me shit. I mean, guys are getting increasingly more... You know what I'm saying? So, is that real? Is that real? The the amount of aggressive, aggro, the excessive passion from fellas in sports bars. Sports get guys riled up. We get fired up. We get juiced out. I would venture to assume 92% of dudes outside in public have some sort of testosterone deficiency or an an overcompensation of steroids because there's only a handful of fellows I've met in the last couple of years that I feel like are even keeled. Everyone, you know, Jesse, who's, uh, who's making things work today for us, an even keeled fella. There's a lot of people I meet where I'm like, you're either too much or you're, you're just, yeah, yeah. We're all trying to find that middle ground. You, you want to put your best foot forward. You want to be, you know, charismatic, chivalrous, you know, entertaining if you can be, self-deprecating for sure. If there's a list of things that I would say that I look for in a stranger, it's self-deprecating, fun, attentive, silly, and DFW, down for whatever. You know, if I meet someone right out of the gate, poke fun at yourself, poke fun at me, be lighthearted, be smiling through all the bullshit. And if we're like, hey, man, do you want to break into that Baskin Robbins and invent a 30-second flavor? I want that person to go, I thought you'd never ask. But that's just me, man. Everyone has, everyone dreams different. Some people dream. Some people don't even dream. <laughs> There's a guy I talked to at a show once, and I was like, what was the last dream you had? And he was like, I've never had a dream. I've never had a dream. Get the fuck out of here. I don't dream. I never had a dream. Never had a dream. Whether you... Look, I've had some fucked up dreams on NyQuil. I'll be the first to say. The nighttime sniffling, sneezing, coughing, stuffed red fever so you can rest medicine. Yeah, you can rest after you hallucinate and think you're a cheater running a daycare for 45 minutes. That shit is not legal. They're little green pills. It's what Keanu Reeves took in The Matrix. Whoa. Oh, yeah. That was more of a Joe Biden, Keanu Reeves. Oh, no way. NyQuil. I do take melatonin to try to sleep or a little bit of weed. Sometimes, though, you got to find that right combo because you're like, man, I'm tired. I need to crash. But flip side, I'm not waking up. A weed wake up versus a melatonin wake up, much different. The hangover. Sometimes you take too much melatonin, which some people have said does not work. Some people have said melatonin does not work. And to that I say, suck my dick. Suck my wiener and lick my ass because it does. Pharmaceutical companies. I want to create a melatonin. All comedians are coming up with like merch, booze, hats. Oh my. No comedian has their own melatonin brand. 
<laughs> and based on that silence, there's a good reason why. I don't think you, I don't think as a comedian you want people to, you want them to be interested in the shit that, that, that most people are into, which is like what? Condoms, you know, fruit by the foots, you know, stuff that the public is consuming on a day to day. Melatonin, I think, is a, I won't say a niche market, but I know more people that take sleeping pills like Ambien than they do take uh, Zequil. I took Ambien twice. I saw my grandparents on the ceiling. They've been dead for a while. R.I.P. Sylvia and Dolph. But I saw them on, they were, they were in wheelchairs too. It was like, it was fucked up. It was like, this is my hallucination and I'm still, they're still old. I would have loved to have seen them when they were like 30, been like, what up, man? Hope you feel better. But they were, they were fucking uh, wheeling away on a, on a, in a wheelchair. You ever watch the wheelchair Olympics or wheelchair basketball? Talk about an inspiring evening. These guys, <laughs> these guys, I can't imagine being in a fucking wheelchair. I'll just say that. I can't imagine. I mean, look, life's easier. Standing up, walking around takes a lot out of you sometimes. I don't think anybody in a wheelchair would prefer to be in a wheelchair. But that being said, I'm like, man, I don't know if I have have it in me to go I'm gonna be a, an inspiring story if I can't walk that might be a wrap well I hope you guys have a great week Jess where are we at for time 30 great oh Went to Mexico. Went to Mexico. This, how can I forget this? Holy shit. Went to Mexico and have some stuff to report on. What do I have to report on? Well, um, went to an all-inclusive resort. All-inclusive should be called all-intrusive because the maids are pretty much in your shower as they knock on your door. Does that make sense? They're like, towels, can you actually give me one? Because I'm in your fucking bathroom. Very aggressive, attentive, however you want to phrase it. All-inclusive means you get to eat and drink for free. Do what you want, live it up, feel it up, let's go. And uh, it was in Mexico at a place called the LeBlanc Hotel. And this place was fun. They had a good vibe. They, uh, I mean, I'm boring myself with the fucking story, but that's only because Mexico, the vibe of it is drinks, beach, water, pool. Oh, my. We go to the pool every day. You meet strangers, you meet characters. We met a guy named Hung, Vietnamese guy from Minneapolis. He's like, what's up guys, I'm Hung, but I'm not. <laughs> I laughed very hard. I said, I'll see you in Minneapolis. Hung went on to tell us how he fucked a lot of hoes from MySpace. That's a direct quote. And he kept saying worst case scenario. So like, we'd be like, hey, we're hanging out. It was 2 p.m. He's like, shots? We're like, no, dude. Hung, we already took shots with you at 11 a.m. We're done. He goes, come on, man, one more shot. Worst case scenario, you puke. He was like, worst case scenario guy, but he'd give you the actual worst case scenario. Most people go like, worst case scenario, they beat around the bush, they want to course you into that activity. Hung was just like, dude, worst. at one point he's like, worst case scenario, you fucking fall out of the pool and you break your head and you bleed out. Come on, man, one more shot. 
Really likable guy. Really affable. Funny laugh. I think he bought Coke from a guy. At these all-inclusive resorts, you basically just... You're waking up and then you're you're hanging out until you feel it's appropriate to go to the pool and drink. You're like, it's 10.30. If we get down there by 11, 11.15, which no, you're down there by 10.35. You're like, we get a spot and then it's 11 and then it's mimosa time. 10.30 feels early to drink. 11, I think most people are like, it's brunch. It's brunch. And, you know, we also all get coerced into uh, drinking when we don't want to drink. You know what I'm saying? Hung was like shots at 11 a.m., he said it was his anniversary, and then he bought Coke from a guy on a donkey on the beach. We didn't do Coke with him. I still have not done Coke. I know some people are like, bullshit. Yeah, weed, shrooms, molly. That's what I've done, drug-wise. Coke, it's, it's too dangerous now. But even back in the day, I think D.A.R.E., the uh, D.A.R.E. program to keep kids off drugs, that was, um, that was what really deterred me. Because our D.A.R.E. officer, Officer Hooper, shout out, he came into our class and he was like, weed is, weed might be the most fun of the drugs. I forget what he said. But he was like, weeds, you, if, if you want pizza to taste like cookies and cookies that taste like sounds, weed is the move. We are like, was there a bad part about this? He's like, don't drink unless you get really sad. Like, again, this feels like bad advice. And then he was like, I double dog dare you to not do coke. Like, so this was the the wrong guy to be teaching us about how to, you know, drug prevention. This was not a specialty. Strength in numbers they would teach you. Hey, always have a lot of people around so that when someone's like, you want to fucking do some fucking drugs? They would say like strength in numbers or have an excuse. Sorry, man, I'm going to go play Super Nintendo. And that was just supposed to like push away the drug people. Or, sorry, man, I can't and neither can my 14 friends. Strength in numbers. But D.A.R.E. was truly going hard in the paint. D.A.R.E. Dare. I think it was drug abuse resistance education. I think that's right. But I don't know, man. They made it seem like a lot of fun. They were like, don't smoke weed unless you want to fucking, <laughs> you know, talk to your, uh, your PE teacher from second grade in your dreams and reconcile that day where he embarrassed you in front of the class for not having your uniform. Again, I don't know what it is that you're trying to achieve, but they just always were like, you could tell that the drug counselors always did did drugs. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, and they're adults. Why wouldn't they? Camp counselors. You see all these camp counselors on all these, uh, all these camp uh, shows. These guys are getting fucked up, which makes me think about the times when I went to camp. I mean, no wonder we were... The talent show was so unorganized. These guys were hungover as shit. I think they had just, had us just do like hand puppets one day. No, who wants to watch a hand puppet show? I don't know. Maybe your dad. All right. Um, enjoy the week. We got a lot of a uh, lot of fun shit coming up. A lot of tour dates this week. I'm with uh, Sal Volcano in Duluth, Minnesota, Appleton, Wisconsin, Rochester, Minneapolis, and um, one other spot, Iowa, Davenport, Iowa. Tickets at salvocanocomedy.com. Uh, and then I'll be at uh, the DC Improv December 7th through the 9th. And Mike Drop Comedy Club in San Diego December 15th and 16th. Tickets at adamraycomedy.com. Special is being cut. Coming to you soon. So stay tuned for that. And um, I think that's it. 
Guys, enjoy the week. Be good to yourself. And as we say here at Melrose Studios, have a sip for George. Good night, everybody. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.